Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo! And thank you for sitting with us. I'm your illustrious producer, Mick Sykes, and I'm here with your host, Jack on the attack. Tonight's episode is gender and beyond. Third gender, two spirited, gender uh, non conforming, and non binary. We're all going to talk about it. We're going to talk about that all tonight in this episode and clear it up. We really just want to unpack, define, and explain a lot to you because this has been sort of the crux of a lot of the conversations we've been having lately. So if you haven't, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts, we are there um, at the Anu Kai Tree. Follow us on Instagram at Anu Kai Tree. How do you spell that, baby? A-N-V-K-A-I. Tree on Instagram, and we're also on YouTube, and you can also follow us here at Block Talk Radio slash Anukai. Some of the discussions we've been having online lately have, in a central way and also a roundabout way, been focused on this and centered on this um, ideal. And we want to talk about the or like the origins in... Uh, human civilization as well as the spiritual aspects as well as the modern day aspects and definitions and jargon as we get into this. And I'm just going to hand it over to Jack. So So this is really difficult for me to talk about because it's an emotional topic for me. Um, Okay. So a lot of Gender non-conforming, third-gendered, and two-spirited, and the like. People don't speak up a lot, at least from the from the community of color. Don't speak up a lot because we recognize the level of confusion it gives cis-heteronormative people who already don't understand what's going on with your basic binary trans folks, which would be trans women and trans men who... Um, align themselves with the binary so stringently that they do everything in their power possible to um, pass and potentially live their life as though they never transitioned and they were born in the bodies that they have um, acquired. So in understanding that not only does that make things a little bit more difficult for people who don't have to understand this shit to understand it, we also understand that um, it comes with a level of privilege in that we um, may enjoy the privilege of presenting as the gender that we were assigned at birth. We may um, enjoy the privileges of not having too strict of a pronoun um, situation where, like, you can call me whichever um, pronouns you prefer based on what it is that you feel is showing up in the room. Um, And that leaves us with a level of not just having to deal with 
triggers constantly from the cis-heteronormative world. At least that's how it appears, right? So this is, this is difficult to speak about just based on that because people want to deny us our place on the trans spectrum because they feel like we don't go through any of the things trans people go through um, on a day-to-day -day basis out in the world. I really want trans people of all parts of the spectrum to really let go of the idea that your transness has to do with anything outside of yourself. It gets really difficult to even have this conversation with cis people and validate our experiences when they know that enough of us are doing a lot of these things for their benefit in that okay, you f feel like you're a woman, you're transitioning so that people can see you as more of a woman, but is that actually, you, do you actually have the dysphoria where you have a problem in the mirror when it's not based on someone else's perception of you? Um, you know what I'm saying? They, they understand that and, and use that to against you in all kinds of ways by trying to act like, you know, you're doing it for a man's attention or you're doing it for this and doing it for that. Speaking of non-binary gender active form people or like speaking of trans people in general okay um specifically the binary trans people okay so it's hard to speak on your behalf or hard to even like back up what it is that you're saying when so much of your transness is predicated on other people and what they perceive of you um the thing with gender non-conforming people and third-gendered people and two-spirited people is we do have the privilege of being able to say, well, I really don't give a fuck, right? Um, and that, again, allows us the... It, it, it makes us have to be a level of silence in this conversation because... Otherwise, if you feel you are a woman and you're a trans woman to the point of transition and you want people to call you she, her, and not ever get it confused otherwise, that is something tighter and something that literally the world needs to understand, respect, and follow suit with. Because GNC people and the like don't have that on our back. For the most part. However, we are on the trans spectrum not because of the ways we suffer other people. We are on the trans, on the trans spectrum because of the ways we suffer internally that are similar to the ways that you suffer internally. I was in a conversation on another podcast, talk show, vlog. Um, As you breathe, Tea Time Network. Um, time is spelled... T Y M E. No, I think no. it's time. No, no, it's yeah. Yeah, T it's just T hyphen time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Network. Um, Check her out. Mm -hmm. Amazing um, Afro Latina trans woman, like putting out amazing content and doing great panels and doing great interviews and all sorts of stuff. Like great producer, um, singer, like. Recording artists like look up look up her stuff on YouTube. Ashley is at Ashley Breathe on all social media. Breathe like you breathe like Ashley. Um, spelled spelled the typical Anglo way. Um, it's just like amazing and doing like great shit out here. Um, but he, Babe was on her show last night. It had a particular experience. And do, you, do you want to get into that right away? Or like, can, um, I, can I segue into something? Do you need a second? Or you just want to um, I mean, I guess you can segue. Are you sure? Um, if you're on a particular train of thought, I don't want to interrupt your like, train of thought. I mean, it's too late. I'm sorry for interrupting. And we, we did it for, for Ashley's benefit, so it's fine. So you can do whatever. Okay. So what I want to say is, um, just to add to what he was saying for, like, I want to drop some science on y'all. Maybe you can drop some bombs at this point. Like, I'm going to drop some science 
on y'all. And that chromosomally, humans have six biological sexes. Like, I'm talking sexes. Plus. Like, we're taught that, like, XX makes female, XY makes male. But actually, with a little bit more of study, like, with college level, like, chemistry or anatomy, you would learn. But, like, a lot of people in this country aren't privileged to that knowledge. But at this day and age, it's just take a simple rule. Humans, like, humans have six plus, bio, like, biological chromosomal configurations. Like, you can be XXXY, you can be YXXX, you can be triple X, you can be XXXX, and, like, that doesn't necessarily mean you have any, like, deformities or, um... Extra genitalia, I was trying to find a way to say that. Extra genitalia or anything of that nature. Like, intersex people exist. And intersexness exists beyond the way that we're taught, typically taught to think about it. Like, if you're, for instance, you can be an XXY, which means, like, you may, and certain, like, this is not absolute, but, like, from, like, the case studies I've read, like, you can, like, physically present as male, but your mind, like, the way that your, like, cellular structure was set up in your brain is female. Like, you have a female brain. And those people, t like, typically tend to be, like, people who present physically as male, but are, like, left-handed, are taller but are curvy like all sort like all sorts of like little minute things that we don't like even consider because we think oh it's just typical body shape are literally like like sex chromosomes being presented in a myriad of different ways within a, a single species and we need that sort of diversity as mammals to survive like if it was just two things like, any sort of defect, and if it was just, like, XX female, XY, like, any sort of, like, would, like, re like result in all sorts of, like, crazy shit within the human genome. Like, if one cell went off, like, the whole body is blown and no one would be able to have babies. Like, this accommodates, gives a space, like, in many of our, like, African indigenous spirits, it gives a space. For divine design to take its course. Like if something is, I don't even want to use the words like off and on, but if something is different, the human genome can adapt. It's like a dance. Like if someone's like off by like a one, two, we're not just going to say fuck the whole dance. We're just going to accommodate and keep it pushing in the choreography. And that's what that shit allows for. And that's what intersexness is. And what it is necessary for. And even greater than that, homosexuality and beyond. But, I know Jack had a point, And, like, I like where he was going. And I just wanted to sort of interject that. Because I feel like some people want to discredit this conversation as an emotional conversation. And it's not. It's not that simple. I would, like, it's, it could all be so simple, but it's not. <laughs> a lot of nuance, a lot of gradient, a lot of texture in this conversation. And when you have this conversation, you have to be able and prepared to consider it all. And that's what I think we're trying to give you tonight. How I wish I could bear your air Mix your skin with my hair I declare 
situation last night and we were talking about a bunch of stuff and um these trans women came on and spent most of the time trying to invalidate two-spirited and gnc folks 
while saying that we are not trans or, you know, back in the day they used to just call us um, androgynous and all these other things. And there's so much wrong with everything that they were positing. But I do want to give credence to the point that a lot of white people in the queer community have come out as gender nonconforming um, suddenly when it's trendy and are making money off of identifying as such and indeed do take up space and speak for trans women in a way that is not productive and not actually seeking the full health of binary trans people. And that is something that needs to definitely stop and change. But same time, are you going to change white people from doing white people? Like, that's what they do. They come in to spaces and take up the space and try to speak for everyone. And I'd like to also point out to those particular ladies and ladies like them that really your gripe is with a lot of these white trans women who are also so very strictly binary um, nothing that they are trying to get for themselves has anything to do with you. Like, you'll be able to grab onto, like, a few of those crumbs, but same time, your blackness, your coloredness is going to, um, get in the way of many of those benefits. So, there's that. But, same time, again, they seem to be, um, very focused on identifying trans as the suffering of other people through what it is that they identify as in oh I, I you know the fact that you look like the woman that you are is more important than the woman inside and the fact that people perceive you as the man that you are as if you're a trans man instead of you looking in the mirror and being content with that being that you're seeing in the mirror GNC people are indeed trans because we suffer many of the same things that these binary trans folk suffer. And one of them is gender dysphoria. Last night, um, a sister came on there and literally said, do you have to tell your partner that you're trans and it's like yes I do because there's things that I su- that I suffer including the perception of others um, that is going to affect their life and if they want to be with me then they need to be able to handle the ebbs and flows and the things that that comes with you know they need to be able to understand as a two-spirited person specifically that they are indeed dealing with two full entities You know, you can say, oh, you just possessed or whatever you want to say. That might be well and good. But if we talk about my specific um, two-spiritedness and how it shows up, one of my past lives came along the ride of this body with the the, the person that my ego would identify as now. So I have some bitch from the fucking 1200s in fucking Ireland just sitting in here. And then there's this fucking nigga who was born in 1988 who you know what I'm saying along with this body that's sitting in here and it is what they it, it is what it is and they both have their personalities they both have their needs which means this body has two whole sets of needs um they both have you know what I'm saying their emotional needs which means one day I might have the emotional needs that align more with um you know what I'm saying who was born in and with this body and other days I might my emotionality will align with um, sister from back in the day that also came through in this body. It just is what it is. So yeah, it's important that my partner knows those things and are able to f- flow with the punches. Can I speak on why that was important for me as your partner? Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't get this perspective a lot, but like, so we are engaged. Like this is my fiance. You know, guys, mm-hmm. I don't want to eat this thing. <laughs> and but early on in our relationship like he like he told me that 
And I was able to, like, realize and discern some things, like, about his energy and, like, his moods. Which, things that, like, well, weren't really moods. Like, I interpret him as his moods, but it was really, like, literally I was dealing with a different entity. And once I was aware that, like, that's what was happening, I could be definitely, like, I was able to be more accommodating and also be able to, like, in tune. Like, I know... When they is they, I know when they is he, and I know when they is she. Because they're very different, but because I was aware that the three take place, I was able to, like, hone in more as a person. Just as a human being, like, okay, like, where's this energy, this energy? He would be vocal about it. She would be vocal about it. Like, they would be vocal about it. Because there's a time when it's, like, all three, like, okay, we've come to a unified decision that your behavior is fucked up, Patrick. And we need to fix that. And I was like, oh, no, it's the trifecta. (laughs) 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 They're all in agreement. (laughs) And all of you bitches are in trouble when they all agree. (laughs) All of you bitches are in trouble. And it's not, like, it wasn't hard. But I will say it, like... It took a lot of self-actualization. I had to, like, realize some things about myself. And not that, like, I, I like, I, I, like, I identify with, he hadn't, like, I'm not a two-spirited person. That's not what's happening with me. But I understand where they're coming from. So it's important, yes, you know, we do third gender people and, and you know, oh, somebody asked me to explain what gen- um, third gender is. Joy asked me to explain. Um, so third gender is essentially what happens is, is, a, is, a, is a long-term, maybe whole-life version of when both of my spirits are happening at the same time and have to speak simultaneously and are indeed unified. Um, it's the combination of both genders to create this third thing. It's not an aligning or a splitting of oneself. It's saying, nope, I inhabit both of these energies in a way that mesh into something new and different. And it's node. It's literally node. So, like, yeah. So Not null, but node. Right. So third genderism is like, can be seen as similar to two-spiritedness, but it's not the same. It's literally the difference between a mux and a bracatus is like, muxes are something else. They're another kind of combination of this gender, of, of, of the gender um, situation, and two-spirited people are both. And th- these things exist in our actual biology. Right. They exist. Like, they happen. So, um, but then the, the same lady after we said, yes, we do, um, <laughs> have to tell our partners that we're trans, um, said, well, do you guys suffer any dysphoria? And we were like, yes. And then she said, what are your e-stats? And before I get into the fact that... Well, what are e-stats? Essentially, she was just asking, what are the statistics? This was where I was going to get into that. Um, she was asking what are the statistics of my estrogen dosages and what the estrogen is doing. So, oh, so, so you got dysphoria. What are you taking for that? What? Oh, Lord. So my, my God. So it's, unf- so it's unfortunate high. that, again, that we're, we're so... So we're, we're talking about transness from this body perspective as though that's all it is. Um, and it's not that it has what? nothing to do with it, but it's not it's not all that it is. And now, like, actually, I just had an aha moment. It's what T.S. Madison told us about all the time. Is the woman inside matching that body? Like, have you dealt with the woman inside? And for a lot of these girls, they haven't. Not, they they're, haven't. They're still too busy feeling like they're they're like the woman inside is raging and swirling and swimming and wanting to be expressed in her fullest. But a lot of times, the ego of the people that 
are dealing with that situation are more concerned about whether or not the people outside can see this woman rather than what it actually means to express this womanhood. So, now to get into GNC, third gender, and, 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 um, and um, two-spirited dysphoria, we do suffer um, gender dysphoria. A lot of times, it in and of itself gets to this weird place where we don't know what to do with it because we are either multiple identified or not identified whatsoever. It's like, yeah, like I don't agree with none of these gender norms. How does that actually relate to the body that I'm seeing? And since a lot of our gender expression indeed has nothing to do with anyone else's perception, a lot of us opt out of the cost and recovery and everything that comes with hormones and surgery just on the strength of that because like we don't give a fuck about what anyone else has to say but yet and still we deal with this monster in the mirror that we see and uh, and don't fully align with that's like okay what is going on i sometimes look in the mirror especially when she's most forward um and can't like i'm searching for my breast and i'm like where am i bre- oh right i'm in this dude's body you know what I'm saying? Not on the strength that it's multiple multiple personality as though suddenly I don't remember where I'm at or whatever have you, but it's like she used to have really big breasts. So like that is something that I deal with when I look in the mirror. It's like, damn, like I wish I still had my titties, right? Um then a really big one for me is I really, really wish I had a womb. I really wish I could carry a child to term. I really wish I could have my fiance's child um, and hold that child in my belly and, and get that child the nutrients that it needs to become an actual child from a fetus and, and so on and things of that nature. And that is dysphoria. That's me literally looking and experiencing my body from a place of something's missing this does not fit what i want this does not fit who i truly am something is there's a hole where my womb used to be or is supposed to be and to to have to deal with our own sisters who refuse to affirm our dysphoria or it, it, who, who refuse to even listen to us saying it and their response is well what like how many moans is you taking um, is disheartening and discouraging. You know, I shouldn't have to tell you everything that I'm going through with my dysphoria. I don't bring this up often because, I mean, end of the day, <laughs> there's not much that can be done about getting me a womb. Like, I could completely go get some titties. You know what I'm saying? But the womb thing hasn't quite been figured out yet. And there's a lot there that I'm not so sure I'm ready to, to, to deal with spiritually or feel like is totally right. Um, from a scientific perspective, um, perspective while blended in with spirituality. Um, so there has come a point where I have found myself settling for the fact that I might never have and probably will never have a womb and never carry my child in this lifetime. Um, but is it something I struggle with? Yes. Every time I think about it, it makes me really depressed. Like, I, I, I do my best to not think about it. There's so much to think about in the world. There's literally people dying. There's literally, um, you know what I'm saying, I'm a teacher, so there's kids that I have to bring up, and they have to see me as strong and see me as, like, you know what I'm saying, like somebody who's got certain things together so that they can follow, you know, um, while same time maintaining a level of vulnerability, appropriate vulnerability, with the kids so that they know that they're not dealing with nobody lying to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, these kids are very sensitive, so they know when somebody's lying. And once you once you are inauthentic, they don't give a fuck about anything you have to say. Mm-hmm. So it's this really serious balance that I have to keep anyway without thinking about that. But then days come where it's like, well, I really wish I could feel a kick right now. And I can't and never will. And that's what dysphoria is. Dysphoria is not anything about actually making the steps. You don't have dysphoria just because you took the steps. You had the dysphoria before you took the steps. Just like being trans. 
usual a, a, a sister said a different sister the first sister said last night if you don't essentially if you don't pass or if you don't look like the gender you say you are and um, you can't be mad at the ridicule you get from the world it's like okay so are you saying that you and, and that otherwise that we are not on the trans spectrum so it's like so you're saying that you weren't a trans person until you got your first moan you're saying you weren't a trans person until your titty sat up a particular way. You're saying you won't fully be a trans person unless you can pass. That's ridiculous. You were trans before you stepped into the steps it would take for you to see your body the way your mind sees who you are. So, come on, people. Like, come on. Come on. And all of this idea that, oh, like, GNC or new people, this, that, and the third. No, like, you don't hear that you sound just like cis people. Oh, this new trans thing. I don't know what's going on with that new shit. It's not new. Oh, don't call me cis. Ain't nothing cis about me, da 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 I'm real. But, but, but cis. <laughs> you are cis. Because the term cis and trans came up at the same time. And just because Western um, sciences and white people have, have and English-speaking white people just finally got terms to classify these things doesn't mean that those experiences are new. Nope. These experiences are ancient. These experiences predate time. And I'm sure so many of y'all don't even understand time. The, what, what people say, oh, you know what I'm saying, these, this thing is old as time itself. Yes, time... Has an age. We were not always following time. Look up circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between circadian rhythm and time. Time is so much is, is as much a social construct as gender. Okay. And at the end of the day, gender non-conforming people, and I'm sure some trans people are gonna feel upset. Gender non-conforming people are more on time than anybody binarily trans or anyone following any gender binary period. This is just like pansexuals are more on time while the rest of us that have more rigid sexualities are fucking late. Okay? End of the day, the mother sexuality was pansexuality. End of the day, the mother gender expression was gender nonconformingness because there was a time in which there was no gender to conform to. Don't you understand that you are literally saying to somebody, oh, because you are not assimilating to what society says gender has to be, you literally out your mouth are saying, oh, you are not trans or you are not a part of my community because you said the words nonconforming. That's not fair. Do y'all understand what spectrums are? Spectrums have either one axis, two, or three. You got your x-axis, you got your y-axis, you got your z-axis. Right? That's why black people love saying x, y, z around everything. Trust me, the, don't sweat the technique. Niggas know more than you want to think that, that we know. Okay? Um, so, on your x-axis, if you want to talk about transness, on your x-axis, you have this, the, the um, difference between a trans man and a trans woman. On your y-axis, you have the difference between cisness and transness. And on your z-axis, you have the difference between um, how that transitions into what happens to your body, right? So, all of these things have particular placements, and there are so many nuances that you can fit into. Like, when you actually look at all of those things, you're one dot takes up such little space in the spectrum <laughs> when we talk about individuals that sometimes we got to make the spectrum smaller. Okay, let's make it an x-axis. Let's just make it one axis between cis and trans. Okay, so you got cis on the left, trans on the right. Gender nonconforming is something central. Two-spirit is something right of central. Third gender is something a little bit further right of central. Like, this is not like this is not difficult. We like like unless you have a second grade education, which I guess some of you do. Unless you have a second Don't grade education and haven't gone beyond second grade, you know what I'm saying. If you didn't at least make it to eighth grade, then you might not understand spectrums and grids and charts and and mathematical maps. You might not understand that what those things look like. 
but it don't go from cis to trans, fully, fully, fully transformed trans woman, and that's it. That's not how spectrums work. So as people who like to use the phrase trans spectrum, you should hold some room for the people that either don't pass, don't wish to pass, are on their way to passing, or could never pass no matter how much they tried. You need to hold space for those people because end of the day, they experience the same shit you experience from within, period. When you get to the point where you got your fa- facial feminization on and your, your tummy is tucked and you're the most beautiful woman to ever be seen because you did everything that you needed to do um, to get that situation and you can identify yourself as a woman and not have to put the trans moniker in front of it because it no longer applies to you in the fact that the world doesn't have to know your transness because you're passing so well, then by all means, you have a new experience. You can live your life as cis as you want to live your life and just tell niggas that you're infertile and they'll believe you and that's it. However, what you went through to become that person is something you'll never erase. (laughs) And that is something that you will always share (laughs) with these people that don't pass. (laughs) You'll always share that history. So instead of doing your best to try to separate yourself from these people while you're still on the motherfucking journey... Um, include because it doesn't hurt you none to really be like yeah these G- these um these GNC people this two spirited person that third gender person is trans their trans experience is not the same as mine though so their needs as a trans person is not mine and therefore they cannot speak for me and any person, any GNC person worth their salt and worth their level of intelligence and their research and their self Um, discovery and self-reflection will understand that and let alone not let alone not be um, the need to be told that shit so the people that you are that you feel like you have to tell this are the people that don't understand that their voice does not equate your voice I will until I until something clicks in me and it's like you know what I as a woman as a woman now and as a woman only and that's it and I do all of the things to have my body match that. I, none of those needs are mine. So what do I look like speaking for you? I would never. White people do that shit because they have to control the narrative. No matter what side of, no, no matter how marginalized that white person might be, they still white. So they got to control the narrative. Don't push your anger from them on me. Because I've never, I amplify your voice. You say X, Y, and Z is happening. Guess what? I don't even, I don't even have nothing to say against it. Okay, like, hey, trans women need this, trans women need that. Okay, cool. Share, retweet. Y'all listening? Did y'all hear what she said? Every time I amplify your voice, no matter what, because I can't even come into the conversation not having these needs and be like, oh, y'all don't need that. Cis people do that to y'all all the time. Again, the only thing I can align with is the idea that, unfortunately, us people who are in the middle of the spectrum tend to make things more confusing for people who are on the left of the spectrum. Those of us that are gender nonconforming and etc. make it a little bit more difficult for people who have accepted what they were assigned at birth to understand what it would be like to not accept it when we can be seen as accepting it to a degree. But yeah, so what? I'm not crying on a live every day about the fact that I don't have a womb. So what? I'm not marching on Washington about not having a womb. Like, this is where I get to tell my story and let you guys know what the tea is with that. But other than that, my trans sister who literally is out here living life as a full woman, she needs that first. And any 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 GNC person, and hold it to that individual. Don't hold it to this entire group. And hold it to that individual when it comes to white people, because I like trust me, you do not see it coming from. I don't. I don't see it coming from any black GNC people. I see black GNC people talking about GNC things. They might bring up their womanhood or their manhood, depending on what it is that's on the opposite end of what they were assigned at birth. From time to time. 
we might say, hey, yeah, like, as a woman, I need to say this, that, and third, because when it applies, it applies. But when it doesn't, guess whose mouths will tend to be shut? Ours. So don't put that on us. And if you point them out, if you point the motherfuckers doing it out, I'm going to read them. If you point the people doing it out, I'm going to read them. As it is my place to read them as people that they say they belong to my community, my, my very small, nuanced part of the trans community. If you literally are sitting here saying that you can't accept other nuances and you are limiting yourself to the way other nuances work, like, how do you want anything for your people? All you'll do is spew the same hate jargon that gets spewed to you. Oh, what 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 do what dysphoria do you got? That's like a woman saying, "Oh, you you." But when's the last time you menstruated? Like, <laughs> bitch, it's the same thing. Y'all are talking the same way, and it's unfortunate and it's hurtful. Because it's a lot of your GNC folk that are out here really pushing the revolution. Using our privilege to walk in these cis spaces as though we're cis to some degree. For these motherfuckers to literally respect the fact that we have anything to say. Out here making the change in the fucking community. It's the non-passing people that anyone has to thank for any advancement for trans people today. These things are more ancient than the Western ability to now talk about them. Our brothers and sisters in ancestry, our ancestors were self-genital um, self mutilating in order to see what it is that they wanted to see from their body. Often fatally. So transness is super old. And sometimes a person was trans and did not want to do all of that to their body. And was like, yes, I am a woman. I can speak from a woman's perspective. We were the, the marriage counselors. We were the witch doctors. We were the medicine people. I can speak as, from a, as a marriage counselor, as a relationship counselor, because I can come from both of these perspectives wholly within myself and not have any confusion or have one side clouded by some perception of manness or womanness. Like, I see them both very clearly. Because I am them both, have been them both, and do them both, and actualize them both. So here's what y'all need to do. She's saying this, he's saying that. You both are valid in this, you both are fucked up in that. Expand your mind, expand your horizons. Understand that spectrums are... An array of colors. Spectrums are an array of colors with, with hues and shades that differ in such minute frequencies. In such minute differences. That people can indeed often get them confused. But we should talk about them all. And not sit here and act like suddenly because somebody has a voice that it takes away your voice. I'm not saying that that's not happening. But recognize who it's happening with. And don't put that on everybody. Because we sat there in that show and really tried our best to continue to uplift something and somebody who was just shooting us and tearing us down the whole time. We did nothing but affirm her. And all she did was tear us down. Or at least try to tear us down. And to me, like, that, that, hold, that holds no, no weight in affecting change in the kingdom. And that's all I have to say. Thank you guys for listening tonight and sitting with us under the Anukai tree. Um, make sure you follow us on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, 
and um, wherever podcasts are found. Stitcher, um, Apple Podcasts, at A New Country, and we'll see you next week. How I wish I could bear your air Mix your skin with my hair I declare it's not fair It's not fair Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.